You're listening to Theology for the Rest of Us. You've got tough questions. We'll try to give you easy answers. Now, here's your host, Kenny Ortiz. Hello, hello. This is Theology for the Rest of Us, and I'm your host, Kenny Ortiz, recording from the beautiful sunshine state of Florida, deep in the heart of the land of Mickey Mouse here in Orlando, Florida. Thanks for listening. This is episode 180, and in just a moment, I'm going to answer uh, an interesting question, actually, that I got from in uh, from a regular listener uh, by email. Uh, the question is, is it wrong to want to be God's favorite? Uh, I thought that was an interesting question, and I thought it would make for a good episode, so excited to answer that herein. Hey, before we get to answering the question, quick reminder to everyone about the importance of reviews. Now, many of you have already left reviews, big thank you, uh, but there are many people out there listening that haven't left reviews, and so uh, I would love if you could get a chance to do that. Um, reviews are a big, big deal. They really help the podcast a lot. So head on over to whatever podcast catching app or directory that you're familiar with and leave a review. In particular, if you're an Apple user uh, on iTunes or the podcast app on your iPhone or iPad, leave a five-star rating. Tell the world that you think this is the greatest theology podcast ever. Uh, no, maybe not the greatest one ever, but tell the world you think it's really good. Uh, those are a big, big help. Uh, I would be very, very thankful if you could do that. Okay, let's get to the question at hand. The email question came in. Uh, is it wrong to want to be God's favorite? Well, I'm not necessarily going to tell you whether or not it's right or wrong. However, I want to point out a few things related to this. Number one, I think we need to keep in mind that God the Father has no human favorite. As we look through, uh, we look through the scriptures. I think that becomes relatively clear that God doesn't show partiality with humans because he doesn't necessarily have a favorite. God only has one favorite being, and that is his son. As we see in Matthew 3.17, God the Father making it clear, this is my son, referring to Jesus, in whom I am well pleased. And therefore, um, if God demonstrates favor toward you and allows you to experience his grace and mercy it has nothing to do with you and it is only because of your union with christ right and so everyone gets to experience the favor and grace and mercy and love of god through union with christ and those that are not united with christ do not get a chance to experience his favor grace and mercy ultimately into eternity and so if you're desiring to be God's favorite amongst humans, you're desiring something that's never going to come to pass. You're desiring something that's never going to happen. It seemingly is a waste of your time, energy, efforts, right? I, I would encourage you to put your efforts towards something that actually has the ability to come forth, right? Um, and then we see uh, an interesting passage of scripture, Mark chapter 10, where there are two disciples that are that are coming to Jesus and saying, hey, Jesus, we want to we want to sit next to you in your table. And they're basically asking a similar question. Like, we want to get preferential treatment. We want to be treated with some partiality above all of the other humans. And and Jesus gives them a kind of a unique response. Um, he basically tells them that, listen, those of you who seek to be great are going to actually end up being the servants. And those who seek to be the servants are the ones that are actually going to be lifted up and be great. And see, in this case, the disciples, they were want, these two disciples were wanting to be 
the, the, they wanted to be treated special above all the others. And Jesus is like, listen, those of you who want to be treated special, you're actually going to be ended up treated, treated, be, being treated like servants or like slaves. He, he says this, let me read to you, Mark uh, chapter 10, verses 43 through 45. He says, yet it shall be so among you, but whoever desires to become great among you shall be your servant. Verse 44, he says, and whoever of you desires to be first shall be slave of all. Verse 45, he says, for even the son of man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life a ransom, a ransom for many. Jesus always is just brilliantly gives great responses to these sorts of questions from, from people in his life, as we see in the scriptures. They're coming to him saying, Jesus, we want to be treated special. We want to be on the inside circle. We want to sit next to you in the kingdom. Can you make that happen for us? And Jesus basically responds and says, you guys don't get it. You guys are you guys are missing the point. Anyone who wants to be treated special, you're going to be treated like a slave. He goes, listen, here's the reason why. Because I want you to, to have the attitude that I have, as Jesus is telling them. He, and he refers to himself. The son of man did not come to be, or excuse me, did not come to, yeah, did not come to be served, but to serve. And he's challenging them to have the same attitude. Don't come to this Christianity thing. Don't try to come to the table seeking to be served. Do the opposite. Seek to serve. Don't seek to be the favorite amongst others. Seek to treat others as if they are the favorite. Don't seek to garner the most amount of favor with God, but seek to lay down your life and serve others so that they can experience the maximum amount of favor uh, with God. Like, don't look out for yourself. Look out for others. Paul, the apostle Paul says this in Timothy, or excuse me, in Philippians, he, he, he says in Philippians chapter two, count others greater than yourself. Don't look out for yourself. Don't look out to be God's favor. Don't look out to get the maximum amount of benefits. Do the opposite. Look out for others more than yourself. Why? Because that's what Jesus did. The son of man did not come to be served. He came to serve and to lay down his life as a ransom for many. Man, my hope and prayer for all of us is to take that same attitude, that we would not seek to be the favorite, but that we would sacrifice and do whatever it takes so that others can experience the favor, the grace and mercy of God. I think that's the attitude that we ought to take because I think that's the attitude that reflects Christ. Hey, thanks for the email. I really appreciate it. Hope this has been helpful, insightful, and challenging. If you have a question or a topic that you want me to address on the podcast, I'd love to hear from you. Shoot me an email. Or if you know someone that you think would make a great interview guest, I love doing interviews, you can also shoot me an email and I'll reach out to that person. The email address to reach me is heyortiz at theologyfortherestofus.com. That's H-E-Y-O-R-T-I-Z at theologyfortherestofus.com. Hey, if you're really into podcasting, check out my other podcast, the Student Ministry Podcast. It's designed to be a resource for anyone serving middle school, high school, or college students. Check it out on the web at studentministrypodcast.com. If you'd like to connect with me personally, the best place to do that is on Twitter. I love the tweet and I love connecting with people there. Find me there. My Twitter handle is at Kenneth Ortiz. That's K-E-N-N-E-T-H-O-R-T-I-Z. I'm Kenny Ortiz, and this has been Theology for the Rest of Us.